I am not having a great day today. I'm not having a bad day, but I'm having a day that's bad enough that I don't want to do anything. And I just feel terrible and I feel unmotivated and I already had recording this on my agenda for the day for my plan. It needs to get done. And the point of me starting this podcast was to bring me some joy and bring me things, something that I could create, which always makes me feel like a better person, like the person I want to be if I'm making things, if I'm creating things. That's where I'm going to be the best version of myself. If I'm making things, that's just the sweet spot for me to live. So even though I'm having a bad day, I'm hoping that this is the first step to turning it around. So, um, but first I want to just mention briefly some things that are going on today that are just very exciting and very interesting. Today that I'm recording is May 25th. It is a Thursday, which means new music is coming out tonight. And... The Taylor Swift is releasing her third or fourth, (laughs) like, rendition of the Midnight's album, which is absolutely insane. I don't know what is wrong with her, but, um, and the Barbie movie has also just announced their soundtrack has many, many celebrity names many exciting tracks and there are a couple tracks that are unnamed still and don't have an artist listed the internet is speculating at this point that there is a connection and that the taylor swift is going to be on the barbie movie soundtrack and what's interesting about this is that one of her unreleased songs that is coming out on her album tonight has a line referencing ken of the Barbie franchise. So the Twitter, the Twitter investigators aren't, they're not making bold claims. Like this is a, this is a pretty, like, I see it. I get it. And I guess, I guess I'm a little, I'm a little excited of the prospect of Miss Taylor being on the Barbie soundtrack. I think that would be just iconic. So also if you hear my dog barking in the background, he's begging for food from my mom. So just, Enjoy that and let it enhance your day. Anyway, um, I've been thinking about the idea of stealing personality traits from other people, borrowing them, whatever you want to call it, mimicking them, copying people. Um, I've been thinking about... Is it good? Is it bad? Is it honest if you 
start doing something because someone else did it, introduced it to you? Is it genuine? Is it, is the act of doing something that you're stealing quote unquote from someone else inhibiting you from discovering things on your own or within yourself or in a more authentic way or are none of those things true and stealing people's personality traits the way they talk the things they do what they like is totally natural and totally valid and totally honest so you probably saw if you're on my instagram story i asked you guys about this the other day and you guys had a lot to say and mostly it was around the same type of idea was that it can be both good and bad both useful not useful and it all depends on certain contexts certain things behind it and so and so so we're gonna get into it today we're going to break this down but first I wanted to just like set the this stage set the stage a little bit and um talk about why this has been on my mind recently more recently um it should be no secret to anyone at this point that I love Emma Chamberlain I love her so much. I have been following her for a long time, but I really, really, really got deeply into Emma when she came back on YouTube, I think two years ago, and started doing vlogs regularly. And these vlogs were, in my opinion, revolutionary to the YouTube vlog space. They broke a lot of the YouTube video vlog rules. They felt a lot more authentic, a lot more raw. Um, and they were arguably about nothing. They were really just these mundane... Yeah, I don't know if mundane is the right word. But they were these ordinary moments that to any normal person would have no real significance. You know, Emma giving herself a haircut, Emma making dinner for 40 minutes. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's a really long video of her making dinner, um, her painting a picture, her in bed all day. Like it was, it was all these videos of like things that just really held no large significance, but she brought herself to them in a way that was so authentic and real on a level that, I mean, she's always been known for being authentic, but it was on a level that was even more authentic than usual that the videos were just so engaging. They were so engaging and they, I was looking forward to them every week. They were, they were amazing and they inspired me to start making videos on YouTube again. And when I did, I found myself trying to copy her videos in, in, in a form of like the structure, the type of music I used, when I used music, the, tri the type of 
things I talked about, the things, you know, the cinematography, which is a strong word to use on YouTube videos. But the point is, is I saw her videos and I was inspired to do YouTube again. And when I did it, the way that made me happy was doing it similar to the way that she did it. Another thing is that obviously I started this podcast recently and probably five months ago, I started listening to Emma's podcast regularly and it was, it's been super amazing. Like it's been great. I love listening to it when I'm doing, you know, chores. I love listening to it when I'm in the car and I don't want to listen to music if I have a longer drive. Um, I love listening to it while I do other things, having it on in the background, when I don't have any friends that I can hang out with, but I don't want to be alone. You know, whatever, whatever. There's a hundred instances that I would listen to Emma's podcast. And eventually, a few months into listening to the podcast, I was like, wow, I want to have a podcast. And that was something that I'd thought about a couple times before, you know, like really had thought about it. But it was getting serious. It was getting serious when I had Emma's podcast. And I was like, well, I'm getting so much enjoyment out of this. I wonder if other people would get enjoyment out of my podcast. I wonder if I would get enjoyment out of making my podcast. And so the that is why we're here and what we're doing. Um, but obviously, like, again, it was something that I sort of stole from Emma. And the way that I'm not trying to nail myself down to any specific topics and let it be kind of stream of consciousness plus your stream of consciousness is, again, inspired by Emma's podcast, the way that her podcast works. So... Those are two examples of things that I have more or less stolen from Emma Chamberlain. And then she posted a podcast about doing a dopamine detox. And I'm not going to get into this. <laughs> if you're if you're interested in what that means exactly, go listen to her podcast. Like, seriously, like, I'm not going to get into this. I'm not going to explain what it is. But... When I heard her talking about the dopamine detox and her version of it, I was inspired to try it in my own smaller, much easier, more digestible ways. So I've been doing that a little bit this week and it led me to thinking, wow, I'm really just like stealing Emma Chamberlain's entire personality. And I was like, is that a good thing? Is that a good thing? Is that what, what is that doing for me? And we, I thought about it more and I was like, wow, I'm, you know, I copy other people all the time. We all copy other people all the time. You know, like when I'm on the internet, I can be scrolling through almost any platform and if I see an outfit that I like, I'll save it. I'll save it. And then maybe when I'm about to go shopping, I'll go back and look at those op uh, those outfits and try and 
copy that more or less, you know, maybe put my own spin on it. But if I like something, I'm going to try and find it. I'm going to try and recreate it. When book talk was happening, that whole thing, I got into reading a lot more than I ever had in my life. And would I have done that if it wasn't for that trend? No, absolutely not. But did I genuinely enjoy it? Did I find some books that I really loved? Yes, absolutely. So that's why I'm like a little, you know, torn because it's like, well, yeah, I am stealing these things and like hopping on these trends, but these unlocked parts of myself that I wouldn't have accessed before and I really enjoyed them. So, so that's what we're getting into today, getting into today. And if you don't relate to any of those examples, I know you relate to this. I know that you relate to you and your friends like talk the same. The internet talks the same. Like we have these sayings that we heard in a TikTok comment section or that we heard on YouTube or that someone commented on our B-reel. Even be real is now something that we all say, like, oh my gosh, you're being real, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera. We have things that our friends say, the internet says, that we all stole from each other. We all stole it from each other. And we talk like this as if this is how we talk. So I just wanted to deep dive a little bit today and like go into this, get into this. Is it useful? Is it not useful? Is it helpful in finding yourself? Does it keep you from finding yourself? Whatever. So I asked you guys, and like I said, y'all had a lot to say, good and bad. So I just wanted to like break it down a little bit and um, get into it. So we're going to start with the good because this is happy thoughts. Hello, happy thoughts. So we're going to start with the good. Um, overall, the consensus was you guys felt like it was really natural for us to mimic people. And I totally agree. I 100% agree. And it should be pointed out that we don't copy everyone. We don't copy everyone around us. Specifically, we're copying people who we consider friends, family. We're, con we're copying people that we like. People that we think are successful, people we think are funny, all these positive things. We are copying people that we think of in a positive way, which was something that I actually got a specific reply from um, or a reply about. So this says, if a friend of mine unknowingly adapts a habit or trait of mine, I consider it a compliment. Yes, for sure. For sure. If I... <laughs> Which is funny because for sure is something that I say a lot. If I hear one of my friends talking in a way that I talk, I feel cool. Like, I feel cool. I feel funny. I feel... It makes me feel good. So, I totally agree with this person. If I, if I see someone in most cases, generally, we're talking generally, if I see someone copying me, even just the way I talk... That makes me feel so good. It makes me feel like they enjoy being around me. And and honestly, this can be kind of fun. Because like I mentioned literally like just a second ago, we all have these things that we say that are 
things we heard on the internet or things that just go around. Um, things like very that slay eight. You're in your whatever era. It's giving. Uh, it, it's, you know, you can think of a hundred things. We all know exactly what I'm talking about. It's these things that we all latch onto and we start saying these, these silly, funny little phrases. Okay. And they like take on their own meaning, regardless of what they mean in the English language. Like we have an inside meaning about it. And that's what can be so fun because it's almost like you and your friends, or in some cases, the entire internet, we all have this, like, inside joke, and I don't know, like, I think that's a totally harmless and really fun way that we can all, like, connect, and a way that we do connect. I, I love this one. I love copying other people's um, little sayings. I really want to adapt... <laughs> I'm totally exposing myself. I really want to adapt. I have this friend that says dark-sided. And he says it a lot less frequently now. He used to say it a lot. So I'm kind of slow. But I like, I want to start saying that. Like seeing something and be like, oh, that's dark-sided. <laughs> it's so good. It's so funny. Um, But anyway, there there's so many things that I thought recently. And I'm like, oh, that would be so good. I need to be writing these down. Like writing new sayings that I want to start. But anyway, okay. So... That's one thing. I think it's so non-threatening to have these little sayings, these little inside jokes. Um, so moving on to like, you know, copying someone's music taste, like their music taste, their movie taste, their book taste, whatever. I think that a lot of, well, hold on. Like when someone when someone recommends you something or not even recommends to you specifically necessarily, but if they start talking about something, obviously if you're copying someone, you heard about it from them somehow. I don't know how exactly, but if that person is talking about it, it's likely that the thing that they're talking about brought them some kind of joy it's likely that whatever the thing is that they're talking about they got some kind of happy experience from it whether it was a book a movie a piece of music an actual thing they went and did an event a coffee shop whatever the chances are if they're talking about it in any form it was a positive experience and I don't know about you but when I talk about things that I'm passionate about that I'm excited about that I had a positive experience around I get even more excited and when I'm talking about it like it shows in the way I talk like I'm I express the joy that that thing brought me when I talk about it and I think everyone does that whether they know it or not and it's going to look different for everyone but I can always tell like man they are getting so excited about this and when someone else gets excited about something it automatically makes me care about that thing so much more doesn't matter what it is doesn't matter if I have any prior experience with it but if I see wow they are excited about this they got a lot of joy out of this I'm instantly going to be more in tune to listen to what that thing is if you're just like yeah I read this book and it was really good and you should read it. 
I'm like, okay, cool. I love your recommendation. But if someone is like, I read this book, it changed my life. I can't believe this happened. It had this crazy moment. I cried three times. I felt so alive. Basically, <laughs> me reading Addie LaRue. Um, but if you say it like that, then I'm like, well, my God, where's the nearest bookstore? I'm picking it up. Like, so the point I'm trying to make is that in a lot of cases, I feel like if we're copying someone, especially subconsciously, if we're doing it subconsciously, it's probably because we are picking up on an emotional positive experience that someone else had with that thing. And so, of course, naturally, we're going to be like, man, I I want to feel like that. I want to have that kind of experience. So maybe I should try it. And to me, that doesn't seem like a problem. And that's what you guys seem to think as well. If I'm having a subconscious curiosity to try something that's that worked for someone else, you know, let's just test out the waters and see what happens. And I think like the alternative to discovering new things that you could enjoy, new books, new movies, new artists, new whatever would be, I don't know, Googling, like, how do you even find things to do, other recommendations, if not a person telling you in some form? Word of mouth is the main source of spreading information in general. And now word of mouth has transformed a little bit into social media, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother can of worms let's go fishing um <laughs> anyway I don't know what just possessed me but um so yeah I feel like if we're saying that stealing other people's enjoyments their passions or at least trying them is bad then I don't know a good way to find new things to try like I don't know of a better way to discover new ideas than from other people's experiences do you see what i'm saying does that make sense i really hope it does because i'm gonna move on <laughs> so so if it doesn't leave a comment and i'll never address it but anyway um yeah so but talking to you guys hearing your responses the big thing that you guys were saying and i felt the same way was and i've already said it in a couple a couple of different forms the key to copying people's personalities or trying things that you heard about from someone else and doing it in a way that's positive and good is if it's coming from a a honest almost subconscious curiosity it has to be organic you can't you know for me i think Emma Chamberlain is cool i think she's amazing i think she's stylish i think she's funny and that causes my subconscious to want to try all the things that she's talking about on her podcast. Spicy hummus. Yeah, I tried that for the first time because Emma, Emma talked about it. And I love spicy hummus. I've gotten it many times. Like, And I didn't think when I was hearing her talk about spicy hummus, oh my God, Emma Chamberlain likes spicy hummus. I like spicy hummus. 
it was like, oh, wow, I've never tried spicy hummus before. And this person that I like the way they live and they also, side note, Emma eats healthy. She eats in a way that I want to eat. She aligns her her body with things that I want it to be like, you know, nutritionally. So when she's like spicy hummus is everything to me, then I'm like, wow, maybe I should give it a chance. Maybe I should see what this is about. And I, I wasn't doing it because I wanted Emma to like me if, you know, I met her one day because, right, she's a celebrity. But I wasn't doing it so that one day I could be like, oh, my God, like, I love spicy hummus, too. I mean, I would totally say that to her, but <laughs> but, but that's not why we're, like, doing it. I'm not doing it so that I can, like, make myself more like her. I saw or heard that she liked spicy hummus and I was like, you know what? Yeah. Why don't I try spicy hummus? Maybe I'll like it too. So I think that's where all of these things have to be coming from. If they're going to come from a good place, it's going to be a subconscious place. It's going to be a curious place. It's going to be with an inquisitive, what a great word, (laughs) inquisitive spirit. (laughs) So, so Yeah, so that's the good. That's the good. Let's get into the bad. And we're not going to end on the bad, so stay tuned. There's no way I would ever end Happy Thoughts podcast on a bad note. Y'all better know. Y'all better believe. So, But y'all did have some things to say about the bad side of stealing personality traits, etc. Obvious. uh, Well, obvious, except for the to the ones that are doing it. But obviously the one bad thing that can happen is if we are copying people in a way that is manipulative or fake, if it's in a way that is trying to get a response out of someone, if you're copying someone because you want them to see that you like something they like and then they're like oh my gosh I love this too like let's be friends that is just not gonna work out for you in the long run because also one thing that I find so amazing about my friendships my relationships is that we have a mutual desire to hear about each other's lives and hear about the things we're enjoying. Me and my friend Annie, we talk about movies all the time and she's amazing because the other day I was like, oh, you have to watch this movie. You have to watch it. It was amazing. And for the record, I see you on Netflix. So good. Don't look anything up about it. Just watch it. I suggested that movie to her and she watched it in like three days. And I was like, I was like, wow, like this is, this is amazing. Like, I can't believe you did that. Like, that's amazing. And you best believe if she's being like, I think you would love this movie. I'm watching it. Like it's going to happen because, you know, we know each other and we respect each other's opinions and that's why we're friends. Like we have things in common and, and listen, Annie, I'll call you out. There's movies that I know Annie loves that I would not and that I have openly made fun of. But she didn't recommend those movies to me. (laughs) We've talked about them and she's not being like, you need to watch this. She's just being like, yeah, I enjoyed it. And I'm like, well, I'm so glad you did. 
but I also don't want to watch it. So, like, that's okay. You don't need to, like, love everything that someone's telling you. Like, it's not about that. It's not about that. But if you're doing these things with the intent of maliciously manipulating someone into being your friend or liking you more or to get an edge or whatever... I could even, listen, I know there's some adults that listen to my podcast. I mean, I'm an adult. I don't think of myself that way, but I'm 23. Like, come on, let's get real. Anyway, in a in an even more, like, mature adult sense, it's like, oh, movies, like, whatever. I mean, I think movies are important. But, <laughs> but if you're doing anything, even in a job interview, if you're maliciously, like, copying the even the tone or the cadence that someone is speaking to you in an interview I find that so unhelpful to you because then if they hire you because they're like wow I love the way they said this or I love the way that they sound or whatever whatever a myriad of different things myriad nice um a myriad of different things they're going to figure out they're going to find out that that's not how you actually talk. And then it's going to be like, oh, that's weird. Like, who is this person? And I would much rather get hired at a job because I was my honest self, genuine self, and they saw that instead. So, yeah, that's where you're going to run into these issues. If you're manipulating someone by copying them for a friendship, for a job, for whatever, it's just never going to work because it's either going to be really one-sided and that person's going to feel like you're just stealing their identity and they're getting nothing from you or they're just going to find out that you're something different than what you've led them to believe and that's going to be terrible. And speaking of movies, I feel like we're always going to get into movies because it's me. Speaking of movies, there's a great, great movie with um, Aubrey Plaza and Elizabeth Olsen. I believe it was written, partially at least, by Aubrey Plaza. Amazing, amazing movie called Ingrid Goes West. It is super underrated, and it is totally about the worst possible scenario of stealing someone's personality traits. Amazing movie. So funny. So engaging. You have to watch it. The characters are great. The acting is great. Amazing movie. Um, anyway, so go watch that. And don't steal people's personality traits maliciously. So another thing that people were saying they don't like when this happens um, is if someone kind of steals credit for something that you showed them. And I feel like I, I don't have an ex a specific example that was given to me, but I feel like I understand what they're saying. Like if someone is, and maybe I've been, uh, honestly, I might've done this before in my life. So if, if I've done this to someone before, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But if someone is like posting all the time about something like, a, a music artist that's you know if it's taylor swift or harry styles like we can all have that like if it's something that's huge like you can't you can't claim any ownership of it but if it's something small that not a lot of people know about a book a movie an artist whatever and you're on your story on instagram talking about all the time being like i love this thing i love this thing i love this thing and then someone else, like your friend, sees it. And then all of a sudden they are like, 
I love this thing. I love this thing so much. I'm doing this thing all the time. Blah, 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 blah. And saying nothing about like, nothing to you about, you know, oh my gosh, like I love this thing so much. Thanks for, you know, I feel like there's ways that you could be posting about it all the time after you found out from a friend and it would be okay. But if it's just like someone almost stealing credit, credibility for discovering something that you discovered or something that you love and then making them like the poster child of that thing when really it was you first. I get it. I get why that would be upsetting. And I think, again, we can have things. We can all have things. Like, we can all have things. Nothing is owned by someone specifically unless it's your music, your book, obviously. But, like, as a consumer, we can't really own the things we're consuming because they don't belong to us. They belong to everyone. But I see where this could be annoying, where this could be, you know, even hurt your feelings, like having someone, one of your friends stealing like credit or not acknowledging that you were the originator of this idea would be super frustrating. Um, so again, if I've ever done that, please text me and I will, get on my knees and apologize so real because I'm so sorry if I have done that. Um, last thing about something bad that's happened around stealing personality traits. I had someone send me this reply and it was, it was devastating when I read it because it's just so real. Like, I get it. And it's, if nothing else, it's just a danger and a, you know, a warning almost, but here's what it says. I stole literally almost every personality trait when I fell in love with this one girl. And it's devastating now because I have made myself like her and have all the same interests as her and she's dropped me. So now I look in the mirror and all I see is her absolutely devastating absolutely devastating and obviously there's part of this that can't be avoided because especially speaking in my own relationship me and Josue have a million little sayings that we say that mean nothing to no one else but they mean something to us we have a million shows that are dear to us songs that are dear to us and you know nothing is set in stone anything can happen in life And if there comes a point when we aren't in each other's lives anymore, those things will still come up in my mind and in my life and be a reminder of him. And it will be hurtful. It'll be painful. Painful, not hurtful, because it's not like he did anything. It'll be painful because it'll remind you of how much fun and joy you had with some person that's not with you anymore, not in your life anymore. But I definitely, you know, that's happened to me before. And instead, it's and it's hard. It's hard. But you just have to be like, yeah, but at least we had those moments. Which is so like, oh my God, of course. And when you're actually in a time of need, that's the last thing you want to hear. Because it, it just is. It just is. I don't make the rules. But that's like 
all I have to say to you is that I'm so sorry that you're feeling that pain because it's, it's, that is so real and raw to me. And I, I was devastated truly when I read that. So I love you. And I just want to encourage you to hold those moments close to your heart and be, be, I don't want to say be thankful. Cause again, it sounds like I'm ignorant. Just find, find a way to look at it in a way that's like, well, thank God I found this thing because of this person. Thank God that I discovered this thing and was able to have this time, even though it's a little bit painful now, you know, take, take the reins and take those things that were your, that were, that belonged to both of you and reclaim it just for you. It can be just your thing that you love now. It doesn't have to belong to them anymore. So that's all I have to say of that. But um, so last thing to end on is some of you just had some replies that I thought were interesting and not necessarily good, not necessarily bad. I mean, some of them are good and bad, but they were just interesting. So I wanted to end on just kind of a, again, inquisitive, inquisitive note and, and share some specific responses that I really thought were interesting. So one of them was, I think that if it happens naturally, aka copying people's personalities, it's cute because that means you're around them a lot, you're comfortable with them, you're happy with them. So that goes back to that compliment thing a little bit. Yeah, I think it's like super interesting. If someone's copying you, they must feel comfortable. If you're copying them, you must feel comfortable or you must be around them a lot or you must be happy with them. So I think, you know... It can be cute. It can be fun. It can be a nice little thing. Everything doesn't need to be so serious. Just kidding. So another interesting response that I got was, it just says, I don't personally think you can steal personality traits because nobody can own or claim a certain personality type or personality trait. And that was super interesting when I read that because I agree. I so totally agree. Like I said a little bit ago, the only person that can really claim things is the originator. Everyone else is just spreading the discovery. And if it's a, you know, a fashion trend, if it's music, if it's a movie, if it's a book, none of us are the originator of that. Anything that's happening in fashion has been recycled a million times, uh, most likely. Books and movies are owned by the people that made them. They can have the ownership of that personality trait. Um, and yeah, if you're, you know, if you identify as an emo girl, a granola girl, a jock, a theater kid, and that's your whole personality and someone starts stealing your personality traits, girl, that is not that you don't own those things. Like none of us own any of this stuff, which is super interesting when I read it. Cause it was like, maybe this whole argument is fabricated. Like maybe this whole topic is like literally just fabricated in maybe there's something in society telling us that we can own these things. Like, I don't know what it is. That would be an interesting thing to think about, but I found this response super interesting. Cause I just was like, you know what? Yeah, you're right. We don't really own any of these things like we we hold them so close and we 
ingrain them in our person so strongly that they can feel like we own them because we identify so closely with them. But really, they don't belong to us. They belong to everyone. Anyone can try anything and then decide if they want to keep it or not. And and I live for that. I live for that. Another thing that I wanted to read was... I can't find it. I try to make it so easy for me to find things. Okay, here it is. I try to take positive traits I see in others and reflect them on my own actions. Yes, very that. Very that, very that. So almost like handpicking, which then it becomes dangerous because then it's like not subconscious anymore. But also I think if you're doing it in a way that's like, oh, wow, this person does this and it leads them to this positive outcome, then I think it's totally fine to be you know, you're not doing it in a manipulative way. You're doing it for self-betterment. You're seeing the way that someone else treats you or someone else treats other people. And you're like, man, I want to be like that. Let me copy them. Let me mimic the way that they talk to people, their actions. And that can be super important for growth sometimes. So I, I would love to distinguish that and be like, well, that's one example of when it's totally not bad. It's totally good. Like you should copy people that you admire so that you can grow in your own discovery. Again, as long as it's void of all those malicious intents. So then the last thing that goes right along with what I just said um, was my friend sent me this. She said, I remember reading somewhere that you are a combination of the five closest people you surround yourself with. So that's why you should choose carefully who you surround yourself with. And again, I think... In human nature, well, I don't even know if I said this already, but I probably did. Human nature, I feel, is to be included, to desire inclusion, to desire to be liked. It goes back to the, you know, primal instinct of wanting to be in a pack, wanting to be in a tribe, wanting to be in a village, like however you want to word it. I think human nature is the desire to be liked by a group of people and so my friend brings up a great point whether or not that statistic is true which I mean I fully would believe that even if it's not true necessarily we should almost act like it is true because if we are mimicking copying the people around us then we want to keep the people close to us who we want to be like and I think a lot of us do that naturally because if if we want to be if we like someone we probably want to be like them in some ways and we'll keep that person close because we like them. So we're probably doing it uh, subconsciously, but it's almost like, okay, well, if that's true, if your closest friends are who you're going to turn into, then pick and choose, be selective. And I feel blessed that I'm surrounded by so many good people. I feel like the choice is easy. I can just pick almost everyone, but yeah, so that's a great point. A great thing to think on and just surround yourself with good people be grateful for the people in your life that you're surrounded with that have led you to having good traits good personality good ideas enjoyable experiences and be the person that other people want to mimic by discovering new things discovering new ideas discovering new shows taking a chance and doing this Thing and whatever that looks like, be the person that people want to mimic by being happy and being positive and trying new stuff. 
anyway, that's all I have to say. And I just want to say thank you. Thank you, everyone, for everything you shared with me. I love reading your responses. I always do. And if you're listening and you want to join the conversation for next episode or just let me know your thoughts, look me up on Instagram at Ethan Rank and send me a message. Be looking out for my stories when I'm asking you questions. And with that, I'll see you around, guys. Bye.